0: Welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by the Vibe of Thrive. Thank you for joining us here today. I'm joined by my main man, Mr. Benny Mathers. Hello. We've got a great, bam, lineup for you today, starting out with Suzanne Northrop, healing messages from the afterlife, and then Fabian Cousteau and Linda Daniels are going to kick in. Wow. We're going to be talking about cool things there. What a kind of interesting day. I have a computer, Benny, and it is a Windows 7 computer.
1: Ooh, the new and improved.
0: I got the Windows 7.
1: And how do you like it?
0: I can't figure, like, it out. I'm, I'm so uh-oh, old school. that's not what they want to hear. I know. I, but it's not them. It's me. Oh. I'm so old school. Way to save it. I'm so old. <sighs> I'm going to put on Microsoft <laughs> friends right around the corner. They're going to be like, can you imagine They're literally in it? our they're, backyard. They're, like, in our backyard. <laughs> they're going to be like, uh-oh. We listen to the show, but guess what? We're going to have to show up.
1: The campus is within spitting distance from us.
0: All right, I want to put something out there. All right. Any of you Microsoft listeners that are listening to the show today, who would like to help me with my Windows 7?
1: <laughs> okay. What seems to be the issue?
0: I, I don't know how to use no, you don't it. Know. It's me. I don't know how to use it. <laughs> it's, it's not, not the, you, it, it's, it's, it's me. I don't Not know how you. To use it. I mean, it's. But me. I'm so used to such a simple perspective. Like XP was kind of. I never went through the Vista stage. So, yeah. I don't Nor have. Nor did to I, actually. Out, yeah. I'm
1: still on the old school. I'm still on the old school XP. It just works for me.
0: It worked for me, mm-hmm. too. But because I got this uh, this new laptop, because my, my other laptop was. Basic, Your other one
1: was ready to, like, say, you know what? It was. I'm going to just commit suicide uh, fall off the counter on my own. It works
0: really well, though. I want to tell you, I still have it at the office. It works really well, but just don't open and shut it. Just it just doesn't
1: open very just well. Just don't
0: open don't open it and shut mm. it. Suzanne Northrop, yeah, joining us here today, nationally recognized, trans medium, an expert in psychic phenomenon. Maybe she could tell me what's up with Windows 7, but we're not going to waste her time with that. <laughs> no. Past 30 years, she has been making it happen. What is it like to bridge the gap? I want to know that. Um, she has also authored several other books, but she joining us here today um you know she's a major consultant around the world joining us here today because we're going to be talking about healing messages from the afterlife everything happens for a reason wow i can't wait to start this conversation suzanne welcome to dr pat show welcome thank you for having me dr pat everything happens for a reason eh hey <laughs> <laughs> we may not know why but that's the deal you know, it actually makes me feel better to know that. Um, and are the reasons always kind of good? You know, we ultimately, say everything happens for a reason. It,
2: ultimately, yes, I think they are. Because it, it, it's obviously it's part of our program. It's part of the deal. So you have to say ultimately it is good. We just don't always see things at the time, you know. It's like... Uh, on a large scale, it's like the person that, you know, uh, walks out of the house, leaves their key, are so upset their day's going to be all screwed up. They go back into the house, can't find their keys, can't find their pocketbook, so they've wasted, like, another 25 minutes, and then all of a sudden they're starting to go to work, and they happen to realize that right at the place where they always make a turn is a major car accident.
0: I've had that happen to me. Yeah.
2: And, you know, that's probably only one, you know, my minuscule example, but... You know, it's like I, I could tell you, because I live in New York, I could tell you all those people that um, that did not make it to the towers that day, you know, for whatever reason. And um, so, uh, yeah, at the time, we're really angry because we've got to go back into the house, and we've wasted 15 minutes, and we're going to be rushing to work, and then all of a sudden we find out, wow, that's... Um, That little loss of the pocketbook or the keys somewhere, we don't know how that happened, but maybe somebody upstairs helped us out with that program, you know?
0: Totally. And, you know, this is really kind of a cool conversation to be talking with you. I can't even imagine what it's like to be you. You are like a pioneer in this field. And, you know, when we talk about a pioneer in this field, pioneer going back 30-plus years, perhaps, Mm -hmm. but we're talking about maybe even before the movie Ghost, so to speak. Oh, wait before the movie Ghost. Yeah, yeah. So what has this journey been like for you, and what have you seen in terms of the changes in the world's acceptance for what you do, but also the changes in what you do? Right.
2: Well, you know, it, it, as I think you probably
0: know, everything in life always has its plus and minuses.
2: <laughs> you know, there's obviously some really good stuff about it, and there's some stuff that, yeah, it's not, that's not so great. But, you know, we we sort of like, you know, go, go through it. Um, what, what, when I when I was doing this, obviously, first of all, I was probably, if not the only first, very close to the first medium that did any, did any kind of major media, did any kind of major television. Um, I mean, I, I was doing Fox television, I was doing a lot of radio uh, at that point when there really wasn't anybody doing it. So that that was an interesting challenge because television by itself is an interesting challenge. <laughs> I don't have to tell you that. Yeah. Um, I always loved radio much more in a lot of ways because you really got what you got, and I would much rather have me like, do my thing and have, you know, have me do my thing directly the way I do it rather than with television you could be really good at what you do and they could edit you to make you look like you didn't know what you are talking about. So um, that, that takes away what I believe is the live factor, which I think is extremely powerful in relationship to what I do. So I dealt with an awful lot of that. Um, I was also one of the first published, and so you know, on that level, you know, it's interesting because it it, it was it because it wasn't the quote unquote like a flooded market um, it, it, there, and I was one of the very few, yeah. and it was like I had to kind of prove I did what I did. Right, but I was always able to cut it, but in relationship to that. Once I was able to do that, then there was a tremendous amount of respect for me. Yeah. So, so that part I, I happen to say was really, although it was always the prove me stuff. And you know, and I used to have discussions with people. They say, "Oh no, I don't have to go in and, and prove I can do what I can do this." "No, you're wrong. You you if you say you're going to talk to dead people, you better be able to cut, to cut it because they're gonna they're gonna massacre you. <laughs> 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 they're, they're, they're just they're gonna mass massacre you publicly. You cannot you cannot go out and and, and no. you know profess that." And not be able to cut it. You so know, that part was, for me, I have to say, you know, was. I, I, I never got into like, I had to prove it, but just like I was very happy to share my thing, and if you want to share it with me, that's fine. If you don't, that's okay too. Um, I think when you go into something particularly like. It like you know, as a medium, um, and you can't really, really prove it because it's an own personal experience. And, you know, a lot of people will totally go brain-dead when you give them information at the time. Um, and, and it's like it makes it look like you don't know what you're doing. But you learn to not take that personally and say, listen, you know, just write it down. You know, you're, you're emotional right now. You can always check it out with other people in your family later because, to be honest with you, sometimes people don't know people in families. family. Somebody, somebody might have been raised in an aunt, that was one name but and her given name was something else but you always knew her as this name so there's always kind of a reason for you know the the mix ups or the the you know that they're not on the point so you you learn to like you you know you're you're, you're gracious about how you give it out and you're responsible for all the information you give, and you say, "Listen, just check it out. I, I'm not, you know, you don't become attached to it. it just it does become a personal thing of it. I think when you go into a situation like that, you're going to be, you're going to be in dead trouble. I can tell you that right
0: now. Well, and you know, you're someone that has been out there. You know, the whole, the whole line from the movie, what is it, The Sixth Sense? Yes, I, I see dead people. Right, you, Suzanne, you do see dead people.
2: I do, and I, I wish I could tell you, Doctor Pat, how many. Tons of television shows I was on when that movie came out. I mean, you name it, MSNBC, all of those shows all called me uh, to be on. And what what was kind of interesting about it is that one of the first things that I would always say, you know, when I would go on the show or when I would go into audience, I would say to them, did you know at the beginning of the movie what the deal was? It's interesting, most people didn't know. I did know. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was pretty obvious because he showed all of the characteristics um, of what happens when somebody, not, not all the time, but in his particular case, it, it was showing that, number one, it was a fast passing uh, because the consciousness continues after what we call, you know, physical death. Right. Uh, in his conscious mind, he was still alive and Mm. he was going to what he called his program, but everything around him intimated that he was not there. Mm. And the only one that had contact with him was, of course, the boy that spoke to dead people. That's right. So it was kind of like right there from the beginning, but unless you kind of like think that way, unless you really do know for sure without a question that the consciousness continues. Um, After death, survival of death consciousness, which is why I was part of the studies of the, of, uh, the HBO special, Life After Life, that's what what the whole study was really about, you know, trying to prove survival of consciousness after
0: death. What was that study like? I mean, I know you were part of that documentary, that HBO documentary, Life After Life. Were you concerned that they were not going to represent you accordingly? What was your assessment of how well they did?
2: Well, what was, what's interesting is, you know, it's always one of those things after the fact you don't yeah. know. Yeah. But actually, Linda Ellaby did it to wow. expose fraud, to expose us mediums as fraud, mm. which we right. later learned on. And then after, you know, she, one of, the, one of the things while she was doing the documentary, she had learned about Dr. Swartz's work, and that he was, you know, obviously a scientist trying to put data together, trying to prove this. And she contacted him, and she said to him, listen, because he'd been sort of like, uh, you know, doing this for like a couple of years, but he hadn't really had any, like, top professionals um, working with him. And she said, listen, if we could bring you, you know, know, four of the top mediums in the country, would you allow us to... Be, have it be part of our documentary, so for him, he was an ecstasy because here he 'd been doing this work and mm. he was kind of doing it you know underground mm. and he was also kind of doing it in the dark right so for him to be brought, brought some of the top mediums in the world were was was really very key for him right. and, and interesting really good and I think what what came out of it was i mean there's obviously there 's been several books published even even after the after death uh, experiments journals of of the the new england uh, right. A journal Society for Medicine, a whole lot of stuff that's come out of it, but but what was actually, what I found was really nice is that when I was contacted, you know, yeah. my immediate response was, was, no, I don't need to have wires <laughs> put on my head to prove I can do this. But then I thought about it, and I thought, well, you know, here's a tenured professor. You know, he's got, you know, numbers from Yale and Columbia yeah. and Harvard. And if he's willing to put himself on the line professionally, then I should well,
0: be able to do that. Well, that, that. Is, that is the step that we love about you. Oh, baby Suzanne Northrup joining us here today 1-800-930-2819 1-800-930-2819 if you want to connect with Suzanne and we've got two DVDs and two books to give away happens for no happens for a reason we're going to be right back with the Dr. I one if there's anybody out there that she sees around us Benny we'll be right back
3: do exist to treat your pain and its root cause contact Holistic medical center to transform your life call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com that's d-r-d-a-r-v-i-s-h.com this is cheryl manchester from positive changes hypnosis and i am here with becky miller from kent who is another successful client of positive changes Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again when you stop dieting? Well, Becky decided to quit dieting and make a lasting lifestyle change with the help of Positive Changes Hypnosis. Becky, tell us how much weight you lost. I've lost 65 pounds. Tell us how Positive Changes is different than a diet. I used to be out of control with my eating. Positive Changes put me back in control. I didn't really give up anything, but I just made better choices. I had no deprivation. If I really wanted something, I had a couple bites and then really didn't want the rest of it. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? and be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on the Dr. Pat show
1: how would you like increased health and vitality would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues how would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process would you like relief from allergy weight and digestive issues this is all possible through a simple safe and natural technique Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA.
3: Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. If you want to connect with Suzanne, if you want to find out... If you have any messages from the afterlife, we have a really short window for you to do that today, but we are bringing her back. Uh, give us a shout at 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. Valerie will pick it up. And for those of you that do call in, we've got a DVD. We've got two DVDs to give away, as well as two books. If you want to connect with a Suzanne Northrup, find out. You got something going on? Are there any dead people out there for you? It's interesting. I'm actually afraid to ask her about Benny and me. Suzanne, before we kind of get into it, and Valerie is picking up the phones, um, give out some information. I know you've got an event coming up, uh, you know, nationally you've been traveling. So could you give our listeners sort of the latest scoop on where you're going to be and when you're going to be there?
2: Sure. Um, Next Wednesday, I'm going to be in Portland, Oregon for an event. Uh, in the evening, and then next Friday night, November the 20th, I'm going to be in Seattle at the Renaissance.
0: Very nice. Seattle at the Renaissance. Stuff,
2: you can buy tickets right off my webpage, you know, or you can, you know, and if you don't, for some reason, if you're driving around today, um, you want to punch in the number is 888-692-8111, 8111 for you folks that drive around. And I know you drive around a lot in that town, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're cruisers. We're cruising. We're we're picking up the phones now. I'm waiting to kind of get a little, uh, you know, call going on here. And Valerie is picking them up. I hope she pops them in here in a minute. Um, Do you always see dead people?
2: Well, you know, you you don't walk around and see dead people all the time, or you would go nuts, or more nuts than you would normally do it, particularly in New York. Mm, So, you know, the, the thing is that, the whole purpose of what I do, what I do, is to connect with people that need to have the connection here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, so it's, you know, I'm not going to walk around and see them all the time. But for people that obviously, you know, that I'm doing events or however I'm doing it, that, that, that's what I'm doing what I'm doing. That's what I do my deal. And, and interesting enough, I don't connect with them. They connect with me. I'm like sort of, you know, it's like what I love about radio is it's a perfect analogy of what I do. Is it basically, you know, you're sitting in this room, you're sitting in this box, and all this like frequency is kind of going through. Well, that's kind of what happens with my, my, my brain, so to speak. My brain acts very much like a radio set. And, 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 and by the way, I, I like to like always let people know that th- this may be what I do, but all of us. All of us have what I call the opportunity to make connections with our loved ones that have, made, that have crossed over. I mean, that, that's just a fact, and it, and it all has to do based in ultimately really in love. So they want you to know that they're fine and well, and they will let you know in various ways.
0: Benny, we have anybody that we could bring on at the moment? Yep, Valerie's
1: just getting the information in just right about now, so hang on.
0: Okay. Uh, one of the things that um, we're going to do, we're going to take some calls, and phones are like crazy off the hook. We're hoping to have you back next week when you're actually in town. You can come in the studio. That would be a blast, wouldn't it? Okay. Um, one of the things that um, that I think many people ask is how do people that have passed on affect our lives? I'm actually going to hold up on that question because we have a caller waiting. I'd rather get our callers in here, Mr. B.
1: Yep. Let's. Uh, I believe it's Susie calling in from Seattle. She's got a relationship question. Susie, is that right? Yep, it is. Welcome to the show. Hey, Suzy,
0: Suzanne. I want you two to connect. Have at Hi. it. Hi. Nice meeting you on the phone. <laughs> Thanks for taking my
3: call.
2: No problem. Uh, However, um, my real specialty is connecting with people that have made their, their that have crossed over. That was a passed over. Okay. I don't really kind of like do the relationship type thing.
3: Okay. So, um, my uh,
2: my mom passed okay. away. Okay. So that's another story. See. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, first of all, I'm going to tell you when your mom shows up here, Susie. By the way, has she been gone a while? Yes, she has. Yeah, she's shown me quite a while here. She's with her mom, and this, she's with another woman. So either your mom lost a sister or her mother did. Her sister. Yeah, they're all three of them are all coming together. Wonderful. Yeah, and I'll tell you something. They're very, very connected. And your mom and you are very connected, so I, I, you, you need to know that. Oh, good. I'm also going to tell you this, please. Uh, one of them must have a birth or passing in the month of March or May. They're showing me March or May really significantly. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to say this, please. Mama was ill, please? Yep. Yeah. Because the way she's showing me, she's showing me longer than the length of time that she's passed, which indicates a form of illness. And I, to be quite frank with you, this was not a lot of fun at the end of her life.
3: No, it wasn't.
2: It looked pretty debilitating. I don't know if she had a form of cancer or some kind of debilitating illness, but that's what it feels like to me. Uh huh. Yes. I'm also know. going to mention this, please. It, it, does that mean your daddy's also passed, though, please? Yes. Yes. It looks like there's a distance in both of their passings, from what I'm gathering. You.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: There was. And, yes, yeah. and I want to say that I don't know if this happened with your mom at the end or one of the other ones, but one of them must have had what I call something similar to a stroke or something that would have affected their movement because I feel like I can't move. might have
3: been my dad. It was undetermined. It
2: was. Okay. Because from the way he's showing me, he would have been what I would call affected physically had he stayed here at the end of how he passed. Oh, I see. And, and, And in other words, he would either have not been able to write or not be all of himself or might have had physical problems. Something I feel like because of the brain, whatever was going on, was affected. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Now, I'm also going to ask you this real quick here, Sue. Is it you or who also has the brother, please? Uh, my boyfriend. Okay. Is his brother still here? Yes. Okay. Here I mean living. Yes. Yes, because the way that they're giving it to me is that there's an honoring coming down from that side of the family. So either your your boyfriend or his brother's name was honored from his daddy, because they're telling me double honoring. Oh, wonderful. So that's just the way that they let me know that they're coming through here. And I will give you one other quick thing here. Obviously your mama didn't know this guy because she's been gone a while. Yes. All right. But I'm going to tell you this little secret here. Um, you either like had a strong connection with her or were going through some difficulties in your life, because she tells me you asked her to to bring somebody in your life significantly at the point that it happened. Oh, well, that's great. All right. Glad to hear that. I'm I'm assuming that you got Mm -hmm. some string pulling, as I would say. Wow. Wow.
0: All right. Thank you. Good. Well, you got a lot of information right there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, I don't know. Did Valerie get your information? Probably. All right. Let's hit the phones. Boy, we're going to have to run through these folks. And Suzanne, you're going to have to come back.
1: All right, we'll do our best. And Jan is calling in now from Bellevue. She has a question if to see if, um, well, if we want to connect up with a grandmother that's mm. passed over. So, mm. Jan, welcome to the show.
0: Hi, Jan. Oh, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, thanks for calling. Let's connect you with Suzanne. Suzanne, what do you think?
2: Hey, Jan, how you
3: doing? I'm doing great. Great. I think my, I think my grandmother, but I don't know which one, um, has a message. Okay.
2: Well, I'm going to tell you this, please. Um, for, just for the record, Jan, these these grandmothers were very, very different. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're like very night and day different. That I'm going to tell you. Now, I don't know if it's because of where you live or it's in relationship to one of them. Um, I will tell you, I do feel your mama's mama a bit stronger. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. But one of them either came over water, unless they lived near the water, lived on the water. The water is like a big deal for one of them. Huh. Hmm. Um,
3: yeah, I don't know about that.
2: Okay, you will double-check. So now you're in Seattle now? Yes. Okay. And, and, and are, are both grandparents? Because, you see, I feel like I'm two different places.
3: Yeah. My, my grand, both my grandparents lived and
2: died in the Midwest. Got it. Thank you. That's why I feel like I'm separate from both of you. Now, I'm going to tell you, one of them lived near some kind of a lake, some kind of body of water, it was not just a pond. It's a larger body of water, which I think they must have been living with. Now, one of them looks more rural than the other to yes. me. That's I mean, I'm right. I'm definitely right. flat land more rural. And I want to say I think that's the one that had a lot of siblings because they're telling me a lot of siblings on one side. Yes, that's correct. Very strong. Now, I'm going to assume that this is Grandma or unless it's connected. There's a K name, I want to say. I don't know if I'm hearing a Catherine or Carolyn or Karen. Something K name really strong. Um, That would be my other grandmother's last name. His last name, thank you. You see, they like to both come through at the same time. But it's interesting, they are very, very different. There was definitely one you did have a stronger connection to. I think that was a personality type thing. But I will tell you, they're, they're, they're both kind of interesting ladies. I also will tell you this, I don't know if this was passed down to you, I'd be very surprised if it wasn't, but one of them was either a major knitter, quilter, crocheter, or something to that effect.
0: That's
3: correct. My uh, The grandmother uh, that lived in the rural area on the farm, she taught me how to crochet, and I was very close to her. Wow.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: And it's interesting because she said an honoring, and a lot of times an honoring besides a pass down would be something that she gave you. She was very, very good at it. Yes, and she was. I would be very surprised if you still don't do it because she seems to keep an eye on you, so you must be still doing it.
3: I am. I'm trying to actually make um, a project that she taught me a long time ago. I just started out of the blue. There you go. Wow. I and then the other, there's a never out she of the blue, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the other grandmother, she was the city... Um, grandmother, and I think the water you're talking about is uh, she lived in
2: a city next to the river.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. there you go.
2: Yeah. I mean, I knew it wasn't just a pond. It seemed to be a fairly large body. Of water, And it looks like, interesting enough, there was a lot of nostalgia with this water. Like, they must have spent time there, or they took walks there, or so it was a, seemed to be a big deal somewhere in the family. Mm. Wow.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. Well, that,
2: grandma, that grandmother died when I was two, so I don't really so you you know, wouldn't know, know a lot yet. about her i got you and one other quick last thing here i i want to assume one of their husbands was a, a mega smoker i don't know if he was in pipes or cigars but this is this is more than i would say just just cigarette tobacco
3: yeah that would be the
2: city one <laughs> yeah yeah
3: very cool So, any message then uh about
2: the family right now well you know when they tell me whatever they tell me, that's the deal. I mean, that's the validation of them coming through. If there's more information that they want to give, they will pass it on to you. Um, in okay. a short span, like a radio, they may not get into that kind of stuff. But okay. I, I always believe they say what we're supposed to say, and if there's supposed to be more said, and it's of importance, they'll mention it.
0: Excellent. I okay. will tell you this,
2: though. I do get a lot of scattering of the family, which indicates to me everybody's like kind of all over.
0: Well, wow. We're going to be bringing Suzanne Northrup back, everybody. Suzanne, give out your website for folks. Sure. The website is one word, T h e s e a n c e.
2: T H E S E A N C E.com. And like I said, you can always go, you know, the 800 number is 888 692 8111 if for some reason you're riding in the car and you need right. to
0: check out stuff. Right. You- Go there and check it out. Well, Kay and Jennifer, we're not going to get to you today, but don't hang up because we want to give you a book and CD. And wow, hopefully we'll be able to get to you next week. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back.